Most of the time, we review books that we really like here on The Book Boys. Other times, we review books that stink. And when a book really stinks, we get fussy. So this is a warning that sometimes we'll swear on this podcast, or sometimes the material that we're reviewing will be adult in nature. So keep that in mind as you listen to this week's episode. You should be pretty happy about this, Ben. You just get to walk into a show that's ready for you. Well, it took, what, five months no, to don't. get to this nope. level of we're not talking. No, we're not going to make those kind of criticisms. What's that, then? Oh, that's my new uh, electronic paper. Oh, is this what I heard about last week? Yeah, Gift here it from is, from your ben. father? Yeah. Who? He gave me this expensive pad of paper thing you can draw on. It's he like accidentally a, bought it in the fog of medication or something? Yep, that's right. And so now I own it. He said, I don't know how to use this thing. I, and uh, I've now I've used it. It writes like you're writing on a piece of paper. And, uh, yeah. I know, but does that transcribe it into text that you can put in an email if you want? I no, was it doesn't. making sure the pen works. Oh, I see. Yeah, in my car that's a problem that you have with that kind of technology, that analog technology. A pen. Yeah, check to make sure there's enough ink in it. I have a warm pen in my other bag if I need it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new with you, Ben? How's work? Got uh, works uh, busy. Busy? Oh, yeah, look at you. Very, very, very busy. I like how you kind of chicken wing there for a second. I, well, I was trying to figure out what. Stuck your elbows out and you're talking my... about work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The next two months are going to be kind of crappy at work, I think. So. I hope that you've never told anyone at your work about this podcast. I actually did mention to somebody last Moron. week. Moron. <laughs> <laughs> well, she came over to talk about something and I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> did you stop it? You have huge headphones. I'm like, oh, excuse me. You click on the tape player. I just had to turn off this podcast I've been listening to. <laughs> but anyway, it was right when we when you released our episode last week. Yeah. So I was listening to it to give myself notes as I do <laughs> during work. Yeah. <laughs> I love if they have to fire you because you're far too dedicated to the podcast that you're slipping at work. Yeah. Um, anyway, she asked what I was listening to, and <laughs> at first, like, I don't know if I want to tell you, and then <laughs> she said like, EDM music. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway. No, oh, so now I she don't knows the podcast. Yeah, but I didn't tell her how to listen to it. You didn't the, say the name of it? No, I did not. Good, that was a smart move. I did not just yell out, Book Boys! No, not at the beginning. God, my head. All right. I mean, I could have said that when she asked, but I didn't. <laughs> you definitely didn't mention that it's part of the Nuzzle House Audiobook Network. <laughs> no, Mr. Nuzzles, I did not. Okay, good. Drop your name, so... Uh, anything else besides work being busy and you told people about your podcast? Well, I got the results of that MRI I was talking about last week. How did it go? Uh, my ACL is completely torn in my left knee. Hmm. There's some uh, meniscus tearing there, too. Hmm. So I've got a consultation scheduled next week now with the orthopedic specialist to what's the figure out what step? to do about it. I'm oh. assuming surgery, but I don't know. Weird. Why is that weird? I don't know. It's just that's what you hear, like like uh, sports athletes. Well, it's for a sports show. Yeah, we yeah. are. We got a sports show here, and of course, we got our own little retired athlete <laughs> hosting in the show. Yeah. So, what's how much is surgery going to be? Is it just one knee, or is it both? Well, I think we're just starting with the. I don't, I don't know what's going on with the right knee. Hmm. Uh, the right knee ain't good either. I don't think. Yeah. Um, but I think, I guess they just do one at a time. I don't know. Are you going to have weakened legs when you go to the gym? You're going to be all upper body and then, like, one weakened leg? 
both weakened legs, little tiny twigs. I don't know. I'm not sure how this works. But we'll go over this in the consultation next week, I guess. Oh, I suppose. So we, yeah, that's a <laughs> list of questions. You're like, I don't want to be one of those leg guys at the gym with tiny little legs and huge upper no. bodies. Like, how are we going to work this out? Because to this point in my life, my legs have been the pride of my body. <laughs> it's certainly not my arms right now. Has you they, see my arms. They're scrawny. I've, I don't sit and study your arms. I'm sure your arms are bigger than mine. I doubt that. I'm like a potato with like little toothpicks <laughs> for arms and legs. So, yeah, I think yeah. you're probably more filled out than I am uh, proportionally. But when it comes to a barrel torso, I got you beat. Okay. <laughs> well, How was your week? Uh, How, did you get laid off yet? No. Oh, you know, weird thing, and this is the benefit of never telling anyone I work with, uh, though there is one person that knows that I work with that knows about the podcast. So she even recommended a book because she's really into romance novels. Ooh. She listened to helpful. the Double Duty, Double Dirty. <laughs> Double Dirty Mountain Men? Yeah. She listened to it and she says, oh, because she heard you say that you wanted to read a normal romance novel. So yeah. she goes, oh, I've got a million. What, what kind of genre, what are you looking for? What kind of settings, moods? And so she gave us one. Um, what was her take on the Double Dirty Mountain Men episode? And has she listened to other episodes? Uh, she has listened to other episodes. She said that... Um, the Double Dirty Mountain Men was way over the top and ridiculous. But it's kind of like she's like a seasoned veteran of romance novels where she's like, yeah, I mean, it's still good, but I can see how you see it's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> Could she explain why those two guys had so much lube in that cabin? <laughs> I should follow up on her. That's kind of something about talking to a coworker like, now what part got you the most wet? <laughs> I don't want to get into that kind of discussions with her. Oh, my work. Yeah, you didn't get laid off. I didn't get laid off. We had a meeting um, where they said, apparently, they had two two bits of news. And so I was like, oh, God, here we go. And um, one bit of news was for all of us that have to be on call overnight, which is a big thorn in my side with this career, um, we're, we don't get paid a dollar uh, extra an hour anymore. I never got paid anything. So to hear that anyone was getting paid anything for working, you know, nights through the week and weekend, yeah, uh, was a little bit frustrating for me. But it turns out they've discontinued that program, so <laughs> missed my chance, I guess. I even asked when I first started, "Do we get paid extra for working overnight?" And uh, <laughs> my boss just goes, <laughs> "No." <laughs> like he laughed. He thought oh. it was hilarious that I brought that up. Can you get that retroactively? I could maybe try to make that a fight, but I doubt that that's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, otherwise that's pretty much it. Then kids, oh, I get to keep my job. So they said, I know I keep forgetting. Yeah. They, uh, basically said, um, all other departments are going to have layoffs, but ours is already so underfunded as it is <laughs> that there's no point in like trimming even more fat when there's no fat left to trim wow. on this department. And so, uh, but they are going to outsource some of our work to like some place, I guess, like in, I guess they actually said India. So that's a place. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of the stereotype. You're going to outsource to another country. Um, so they, uh, they're going to be, uh, killing off everyone else, but apparently we're okay for the time being. So we'll see how long that lasts. So I get to keep my job for a little bit longer. Okay. I got no other news. All right. That's fine. Yeah. You don't need to have news. No, I don't. I downloaded uh, Twilight. Okay. Because I listened to the audiobook like almost a decade ago. Okay. And I just remember it because a friend was like, oh, you've got to read it. And I'm like, it looks horrible. And I'm like, no, it's so good. And I like read reviews. It sounds like it's horrible. And she's like, no, you've got to read this thing. 
So I just got the audiobook and listened to it while I was working, and I just remember being very repetitive, constantly talking about Edward. Entering a room, looking sexy, and his hair is always wet. And I think it's because it's like implying that it's raining outside, but that it, the effect is beneficial to his hair. Because <laughs> he's always looking, he's like, his eyes were glowing. He looked amazing. His hair was wet. <laughs> so we're going right. to It's just that repeating over and over pretty much. So it's... I'm really looking forward to that. Very little plot. I so, can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Okay, so Ben, are, yeah. you, are you ready? I am. Okay. Uh, I see is, that you're on your phone. Are you in the middle of something? It's you want for me to wait? the show. Okay, do you want me to wait? I'm wondering, do we start with a book, or do we start with the breaking news about the book's author? Oh, go ahead. I know nothing. Talk about timely. Before, I know, how, before you well give done. the news, if I would have heard this news, I would have thought, oh, I don't care. I don't know that person, and what they said doesn't seem like the most horrible thing in the world, but it's still a mildly offensive. Uh, but now that we've read the book, I actually know who it is, and yeah. I was like, ooh, what a jerk. So go ahead. And so I shared that article with you yesterday, yep. right? Did you see there's more breaking news today? No, I just saw that video from the thing you sent me. So he, he made a uh, comment on the coach's corner on Hockey Night in Canada. <laughs> Um, a show that's real and exists, even though it sounds like a joke <laughs> title. It's, it's like a cable access show or something. It's Canada. Yeah, it's Canada. Canada's kind of the cable access of countries. Oh, but you know, I, one thing I noticed, we don't got any listeners in Canada, so oh. I think, <laughs> unlike other situations you've described, we could talk openly and not get caught. Do we have any listeners in Spain? Because I... I no, mean, what I didn't think was a disparaging remark, but you seem to be uncomfortable when I was talking about Spaniards last week. <laughs> Spaniards eat late. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, what's wrong with that? It's just a cultural thing. I they, don't know. They eat late. It seems like a generalization, but no, it's not really racist, I suppose. Go on. Anyway, speaking of racism, what's your news? <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Cherry had uh, described as a rant about uh, immigrants <laughs> the other night on television. Um, as in relation to Remembrance Day, uh, mm. the Canada's version of Veterans Day, basically. <laughs> well, he disparaged that even. Well, no, that's uh, ah, their crap version of Veterans Day. It's their name for what we call Veterans Day. I think. Yeah, go on. Um, and they they wear poppies. You buy a poppy mm. to put on your coat lapel to show your support and mm-hmm. raise money. Um, apparently, he has a problem with immigrants not <laughs> buying into it. <laughs> <laughs> like buying the poppies, yeah, yeah, and not doing the. <clears throat> and his quote is, "You people." That's that's a great way to start talking <laughs> that's about. That's a good opening line. Yeah. yeah, if you're talking about immigrants, you people, you love our way of life. You love our milk and honey. <laughs> I love, that was my favorite part of it. <laughs> At least you could pay a couple bucks for a poppy or something like that. <laughs> These guys paid for your way of life that you enjoy in Canada. These guys paid the biggest price. <laughs> uh, so that was his rants. Um, he got fired today. <gasps> he got fired? Yeah. Oh, from Coach's Corner they've That's been doing since the 70s? Hockey icon Don Cherry fired for immigrant comments. Wow. Um, he's He is 85 years old. So I know. He should have retired a just, long, long, long time I think time he ago. made reference to that like in the book. He was kind of... Towards the end of it, wasn't he kind of saying it was... Uh, he's realizing he was getting towards the end of his career, I think. 
Oh, did he? I didn't catch I think that. Towards like the last, the last two chapters, I started to kind of just fade out. I was kind of skimming. I'm like, he's just repeating the same yeah. stuff over and over again. Yeah. Well, well, well. Anyway, so he's blowhard. Yeah. He got fired. Do you think that everyone, as they get older, just becomes embarrassing to some degree? Like, are we at risk of being normal people right now, but when we're 80, and if anyone actually asks us a direct question about something, that we'll say something horrible? I think so, but we would say... <laughs> Like, will we get worse as we age, or is it just the rest of society gets better mm. and just the old people stay the same? You know, that's true, because if you look at what we thought was acceptable and funny just in the 90s, as far as jokes go, yeah. uh, looking at South Park is a great example of the 90s. Um, yeah. No one would say that stuff now. Yeah. That, because yeah, society's 20... improved. Yeah. But um, if you were to time capsule me from the 90s and have 90s uh, Glenn show up right now in like yeah. a kooky hat and fat pants and pumas, yeah. and I'd be like, hey, dog, and then I'd say something horrible about Jewish people. Or gay people. <laughs> or gay people. Yeah, yeah whoever, exactly. Yeah. Just looking at South Park as like a, a, a measuring stick for that culture at that time. Yeah. So, so, yeah, Don Cherry is just a product of the, when do you think he stopped? 70s? 80s? I think the 80s. Yeah, I, I might say 70s even. Yeah, 70s, yeah. yeah. Yeah, his love of manliness. Oh, that goes into the dog chapter. Which, the dog chapter, I didn't yeah. run the numbers or anything, but that seemed like that was by far the longest chapter in the book. I made a note of that in my notes. Okay. It's like, this chapter is longer than any other chapter, and it has the least to say. <laughs> well, he keeps comparing people to dogs. Just like, Constantly. Gotta be a bulldog out there in the ice. Oh my god. Um, well, I'm mesmerized by your fancy electronic paper there. Thank you. Are you enjoying that? Yeah. I'm just flipping through pages, Yeah, man. I'm flipping through pages. And at any point, I can hit a button and it'll transcribe it all to text for me, Ben. Except that my handwriting's so messy, it'll never have any idea what I'm really trying to say. Okay. So you're on your, your blue notes? I'm on my blue notes. Blue uh, is the name of his dog. One of my favorite For, quotes let, is, let, well, go on. Oh, am I, am I bothered? Oh, okay. I have a dog question. <laughs> okay, fine. Do, so, apparently the breeder says, like, blue eyes is the worst trait this dog can have. Do you know why? No, I have no idea why. I don't know either. I know that uh, Rose called him because his eyes were blue, but I didn't know that that was a bad trait for Yeah, that's dog. why the breeder was trying. They said they were going to have to put him down because he had blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so Don Cherry took the dog instead. That's bizarre. Uh, the, the whole purebred dog thing, that's a... Maybe that's a book we could do. You know, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about pugs on the internet. Um, yeah, they're how, bred to be disfigured. And yes, for, I, who problems. knows what the benefit is? Uh, yeah. Like their bodies are contorted and just disturbing looking in their yeah. faces. They, I, they had there was a picture of a skull of a bulldog, um, Wait, or like bulldog a pug. Or a sorry, pug. a pug. Okay. And uh, and its face is all mashed up and crazy. The bone structure is weird yeah. to look at. Anyway. Anyways, so Rose, this is a quote from the book, Rose had gotten the dog she Rose wanted. Rose is his wife. Yeah. yeah. And now it was my turn to get the dog I wanted, in all caps. So this is the kind of relationship he brings to Rose. and uh, But that's how he starts off, by getting him. Uh, bull terriers were bred for fighting in the pits in 1800, he says, uh, called the White Cavalier. People that had his same type of dog, Patton, John Steinbeck and American President Woodrow Wilson there's his examples as if I would be like whoa 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 I gotta get me one of these dogs yeah. <laughs> what kind of dog did Calvin Coolidge have do you think <laughs> exactly. he was probably a beagle man wasn't he yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah that chapter was considerably longer than all the other chapters yeah and the stuff he, he said was that dog. meaningless like uh, 
the, these dogs are the athletes of the canine kingdom. They're fast, uh, impervious to pain, and carved out of rock-solid muscle. Like this is, which also feeds back into how he sees people in general is what is their worth? Yeah. Are you a fighter and how good are you at what you do? So yeah. if you're going to be in that band, are you, know, are you the best at being in a band? And then it's like, you know, are you able to be like a goalie up on stage? <laughs> and like his view of the world is pretty disturbing. I would really not like to have him be my dad. No. No. So him with dogs even. Uh, he, he has a story about a guy who like one of... Uh, there's like three pages of notes too, and they're all just annoying and waste of time. There is a one hockey player that was swimming in his pool, and apparently, if you're swimming in the pool, or if you turn on the hose, so he went out. He got out of the pool because the pool is really hot. Yeah, he's like, I gotta cool off, and so he gets the hose out. But the hose is like a trigger for this dog. Yeah, the dog hates hoses, and it was like gonna attack him at the last minute. Don screen, turn off the hose, and it saved his life or something. It's just and he keeps bringing him to games. And stuff. There was a photo day yeah. where he like brought his dog and somebody else brought their dog to the photo day, and then they locked the dogs in the in the locker room. And when they all come back, the locker room's completely destroyed. Jerseys and stuff all over the place ripped up and there's shit everywhere and all sorts of stuff. And um, they just thought it was just the cutest little story. Oh, we yeah. came back and boy did they destroy the place. But not for like the janitor that's gotta clean it up, or for the guys that like had probably personal items in the lockers that are destroyed <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Just another horrible dog person, like those people that bring their dogs to work and don't care if you're allergic or anything like that. They're just like, yeah, my dog's fun. Yeah. You're going to tolerate it. Yeah. It, those people are the worst. Yeah, and he's also, he's got his own show, so. Well, I wrote fuck with a bunch of yous. It keeps going. Well, <laughs> more dog notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to be honest, notes-wise, I don't have a ton here. I, I was like you. I was getting sick of this book, and I was mm-hmm. skimming over it. Uh Oh, he, so in the, oh, go ahead. I want to talk about, well, just random tidbits from his life and how he lives. So mm-hmm. back in the, the first half of the book, he had talked about going on his honeymoon and in Hawaii, and he just watched the Watergate hearings all day because he didn't like being outside during the day, apparently. <laughs> um, he was, in this late in this book, he was talking about having a, a layover in mm-hmm. Atlanta mm-hmm. at the airport, and he said he had to walk from Terminal A to Terminal E. Mm. And if you've ever been to the Atlanta airport, that's a very long walk. Mm. Have you ever been to the Atlanta airport? When I was a kid, so I don't really remember. I've been there recently, mm. and it is a very long walk, which is why they have a train. Oh, sure, sure. Why didn't he take the tram? I remember being on the train. Yeah. He didn't, so he just walked he the whole apparently walked. I don't it. know if he didn't know the tram was there, or... He doesn't seem like he's, like, the most observant person. Or would he just rather complain about walking that far? If there was a fight on the train, then he would go to the train, and then he would be like, oh, there's a train here, and then he'd get on and stuff, but no. Because it is very long. I think it's probably over a mile. Those terminals are very far apart. It's a big airport. That's why they have the tram. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So with his... uh, So I got, like, the Fred Shiro one, um, the only thing I pulled out of that that was worthwhile was that he claims that China had gone crazy for hockey... Um, yeah, that's not true. I don't think so either. Uh, Fred wants to write Wait. a book on why other countries play the way that they do as if they don't play correctly and only Canada plays correctly. What? I, don't, I think you're being a little hard on there. I think he's trying to say that different countries have different play styles and there's something to be learned from how other countries play. He says, my quote is, I want to find out why they think they do things better than we do. <laughs> okay, well, that's not the best way of putting it, but that's not how I... I don't think I came it. to the wrong conclusion. I, I, I jumped ahead of myself on that one. I can't believe your takeaway from that chapter, though, wasn't about the pyramid. 
Oh, I've got that. Oh, okay. Um, but that uh, then Don's granddaughter was in China and saw rinks in shopping malls. So I kind of want to understand, like, where what information is he getting about China's obsession with hockey? And why would there be rinks in, in shopping malls for ice skating or hockey rinks? Or That's a thing. Is, is it? Yeah, I think so. Here in America? No, in China. Okay. So, like, if you want to join a hockey league, it's like, well, you got to get down to... I think it's not... See, I think he's misinterpreting why the ring... I think it's just for, like, recreational skate, like, just something to do at the mall. Like, at the Mall of America here, there's a roller coaster and stuff. Yeah, I I think it's just there's a... It's an attraction, and if you want to... So it's not specifically that hockey teams are like... No, I don't think We need to be able to practice. Like, we're going to put in the mall. No, I think it's more like you pay $5 and you go skating with your girlfriend for a No, and that's just stupid. I I agree. (laughs) The pyramids, yes, I have down here. Pyramid power. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, who was it that developed the pyramid scheme? I, the I pyramid thing? I just... That was my only name. Just pyramid power. Um, they, he did talk about the Russians oh, being here in 1976. Oh, it was superstitions. Yeah, because yeah. they had, like, the Philadelphia Flyers had uh, so Kate Smith singing the national anthem, and that was their good luck charm. Oh. And then... I got Red Kelly is the person. The hell's Red Kelly? No, I don't know. These are just names. I just oh, he was down. the coach apparently. Yeah, he put five small pyramids under the benches. Okay, yeah, the Red game. Kelly. So he did the pyramid power. Yeah, because he was Toronto's coach, and he, he did it to apparently counteract Philadelphia's superstition of having Kate Smith sing the national anthem. <laughs> and these two good luck charms met head to head in the playoffs <laughs> one year. And I think did the pyramid power beat Kate Smith? I think. Uh, I think. Oh it's, no, Kate's, Kate overpowered the pyramids. Oh. The Flyers won seven to three. <laughs> Uh, I wrote down for the next chapter, Hall of Fame, this chapter was a total waste of time. Yep, I had zero notes on that. Yeah, it's the Hall of Fame. You think a person with his length of career would have something to say, but he didn't. He just kind of talked about himself. I had to remember what it was. He was just listing like three guys who he thought should be in the Hall of Fame who weren't. Yeah, Bill the Flash Hallett. Yeah, uh, he started out playing lacrosse and was asked to play hockey, and somehow that worked out well, and he became this great player. I don't know. Yeah, things I don't care about. Yeah, yeah, he's just <laughs> throwing out stats and just actually yeah, naming guys. These who, last yeah. few chapters, probably the reason why it's more difficult to talk about the last half of this book for me, like I got nothing to say, yeah. is because There's the beginning to- had some story, kind of like. Uh, I don't know. Like, things he was going to say about certain players that are, like, weird little, like, one-off stories and that kind of thing. So it's a little more human and a little more interesting, I guess, for me. So there's more to talk about. This last half of the book is just all stats, more or less. And that kind of thing. Specific players and how well they did in certain games. I'm like, uh. So I just kind of zoned out for the last half of this book. Yeah. yeah. You got to be really into hockey to enjoy this book. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Um, Dave Schultz, when uh, asked uh, what Don missed about playing hockey... Uh, he just talks about the fighting, and I have it highlighted here. I had to be honest, and I know it sounds terrible, but I miss the fighting. I like to fight. The adrenaline rush you get when you know you're about to have a go is like nothing else in the world. I do miss it to this very day. So with all of his stuff that he was talking about before, about like the kind of logical reasons why you need fighting in the game, here he plays his, yeah. his hand, and it's just, I just, I just love fighting. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> um, do you remember a uh, mention of a player by the name of Bob Gassoff? Mm, vaguely. What if I told you he looked like Brad Pitt in that movie Troy? Oh, I have, yeah. I did make a note about that in here. As the linesmen were breaking up the fight, the Blues Bobs Gassoff and Pittsburgh Steve Durbano yeah. got into it in front of Rose. Tim and Cindy, Gassoff was a good-looking guy with long, curly, blonde hair. 
He looked like Brad Pitt in that movie Troy. Steve <laughs> Durbano was a tough-looking guy, and his nickname was Mental Case. <laughs> all these nicknames are horrible, by the way. They're like the most uncreative. Both guys were as tough as they come. Durbano cut Gasoff, and there was blood all over his blonde hair. Then Durbano <laughs> grabbed Gasoff's hair and smashed his head against the glass. Gasoff grabbed Durbano and headbutted him. After all was said and done, there was some blood on the glass and some blood on the ice. So then, his wife was there, and he says normally she's in the back rows, yeah. but now she's up front, so then... Uh, so yeah, the fight was right in front of her. Yeah, so she says, after the game, we're all going to go out for dinner. When I asked Rose where she wanted to go, she says, I don't want to go out for dinner, I have a headache. And now that's not like Rose, but when I put two and two together, oh, I get it, you're upset about the fight right in front of you. Rose said, yes, what that Durbano did to that good-looking young man was awful. He goes, now Rose has seen me in a lot of fights in the aftermath of the fights, but never up close. She always saw it far away in the stands, but that was the first time, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Oh, and then it it ends with, so we didn't have any dinner that night. So that's the... uh, that's him loving a good fight, and he yeah. loves a pretty boy getting his shit kicked out of him. <laughs> damn right he does. Uh, it's like in that movie Fight Club when uh, back oh, to Brad Pitt. Yeah, back and, to Brad uh, Pitt. Norton just he felt like what? Yeah, destroy something beautiful. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I felt like destroying something beautiful. Um, another uh, little an- anecdote about fighting. Uh, he was in the Terry O'Reilly chapter. Oh yeah. Uh, Don Cherry says he was awesome, often criticized for not stopping Terry from fighting and getting a lot of penalties. Because, you know, Terry is a talented player. He could score some goals if he's on the ice. Mm-hmm. But he can't score goals from the penalty box, can you, Glenn? No, you can't. <laughs> um, so why didn't Don Cherry stop him from fighting? Mm-hmm. Because you can't take the teeth out of a tiger and still expect him to be a tiger. <laughs> fighting was part of Terry's very nature. If you take that away from him, he's not going to be the same player. And Don Cherry knows that. Oh, God. Everything's fighting with Don Cherry and toughness. Yeah. Like, it all boils down to, like, I I, I would love to see him have to do a Yelp review for a restaurant. <laughs> no, the secret to Terry's success can be summed up in two words. Hard work. That's an author of this book. That's not <laughs> <laughs> uh, there good. was it's concise. I like that. Two words. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. It's like a one-two punch of writing. Um, there was uh, one part, uh, an interview that was happening where Don was genuinely asking Terry questions just to make himself feel good. And so he says, okay, Terry, tell everyone where you live. And he goes, well, the street I lived on changed its name. So dumb. And then Don goes, really? You're kidding. And he goes, yeah, it's one Cheever's Lane. And then it's parentheses, Jerry Cheevers was the Bruins coach that year. Don goes, come on, tell everyone. <laughs> he goes, it was one Cherry Street. And then Don goes, how's your shoulder? <laughs> so dumb. It's so dumb. It's basically Donald Trump as a coach. Yeah. <laughs> the host of a show. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. Is this the total cumulative time or just since yeah we have started? so little to talk about that we're only like this short amount in I, I thought maybe that wasn't counting the 10 minutes at the beginning no it counts the 10 minutes at the beginning this we just have just, so little to say in this episode just be a short episode that's then. fine it could be a short episode that's the listeners deserve a break yeah they do um, loyal listeners who we have more of than we ever imagined yeah, now that we moved over to the new podcast. Yeah, fuck you, Anchor. Yeah, Anchor was crap. Yeah. yeah. You know what's better than Anchor? Everything. <laughs> like the flu. <laughs> Start listing off things. Yeah, Anchor. I am going to miss Anchor's music. Uh, the little music clips you oh, can add in. Yeah, wait. We, we don't get do... that music anymore. Well, what? Are... So we. Oh, you want to hear what we have? Yeah, what are we going to do? We need something. 
Oh, okay. That oh, that's what's going to play in the in the background. Is that a Spaniard? <laughs> it's like a Spanish guitar, yeah. sure. Okay. You can imagine a little Spaniard is heard where, in your last you, episode. Where did you get that? Do we have the rights to that? Uh, it's all public domain. I had to spend okay. time this weekend looking around for public domain music, right. and there's one I paid $20 for, which is the intro music, where we're kind of giving a warning about the show. Wow. I know. I've invested. 20, I can't wait to hear what this $20 sound clip sounds like. Oh, it's amazing. So man. we made $13 on that shit anchor yeah. yeah. And now but we don't really have 20. any listeners, so I guess we're only making as much as we've earned. <laughs> well, I'm just saying we're down, we're $7 in the hole now because we made $13 on mm. Anchor and now you spent $20 on one song. That's true. Eh, it's going to be fine. We don't have to break for ads. I don't have to keep making a new ad because I get sick of hearing my voice reading an ad. You never made an ad, so it's just me all Give the time. Give me a script. Well, it's too, well, now you're doing it. I, I kept telling you to give me a I wasn't going to just improvise. I need to know. I have to write a script? I don't know. Or some talking point. I'm Ben and uh, Anchor. Like, I'm not going to. What do I write? You know what I think about Anchor? <laughs> Anchor can go fuck itself. Yeah. Its Anchor's crap. Yeah. Fuck Anchor. Plus, it's a service that would basically, like, you go check it to, like, upload an episode or whatever, mm-hmm. and it would just, the website wouldn't work for the day. That was a no. weird thing. Like, wow. It was a really wonky service. It would be down sometimes. Or you're checking, like, hey, did anyone listen to the show? So you open up the app and it just doesn't show anything. That always drove me nuts. So we got a new one. It actually shows um, a better version of how many people are listening. And we have more people than I thought, as we were talking about earlier. I thought we just literally had friends tuning in. But it turns out there's more and they're all over the world. So that's kind of made suddenly this a lot more terrifying than it was before. That's why we're doing this. We just want to spread some joy all over the world. I want someone in uh, England to know who I am. That's all I want in my life, that someone in London knows who Glenn Nuzzles is. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder um, if we're going to be picking up any plays on the uh, His his Dark Materials stuff since the show started. Did you watch that, by the way? I did. Okay. I didn't like it. it. It was fine. For me, it was basically a slightly glossier version of the movie. Uh, the acting was... Eh. Yeah, it was better than the movie, but... But, not. Nah, I, I mean, the movie as a whole stunk because it just tried to plow through the book. And yeah. None of it made any sense for somebody that didn't already know the book. Yeah. But, so this is going slower and making more sense for someone that's never read the book, but still kind of cheesy and tacky. Yeah. yeah. I, what's like, it... Yeah, hmm. I don't know. What? Go what's on. What's it rated? Is it meant for... I don't know. Look is it, it like TV... We're basically done 14. talking about this book anyway. Yeah, I know. That's... I was not so subtly moving away from the book. So what was a? Uh, you said it's rated TV fourteen. Yeah, yeah, sucks to it. They should have done TV MA. I saw a clip of the they were showing like for future episodes or whatever, and they were showing the Bear Castle. Yeah, is it covered in poop? No, it looked fairly clean. And what is with them? That's disappointing. Make this thing gritty. I yeah. don't know. All right. Like the only way to make this something cool and not so kidsy is to just really go all in on the gruesome and the death and everything yeah. like that. But no, it seems like it's going to be pretty. Yeah. Lackluster. Yeah, so Hopefully I watched we'll it. pick up some listeners. I thought, oh, hey, maybe we should have little segments where we do like just reviews of each episode. But then I was like, I don't want to watch every episode of this. <laughs> so, well, I'm going to be watching every episode, so I'll, I'll keep you up posted. Do you want to do your own, uh, like, like Coach's Corner? Do you want to do Ben's Corner? Yeah, I'll talk about I'll talk TV about the shows? HBO show and immigrants. 
Oh, I almost <laughs> lost your coffee. I, know, there. I almost spit my coffee out. That is like the idea that you're like, yeah, those Egyptians. <laughs> Tired of them leeching off the rest. <laughs> uh, you know, what I'd say to those Egyptians, I'd say, you people should probably invest in. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you should do your own little podcast, Ben's Corner. Well, I thought maybe it would just be hmm. at the beginning of this. I would just get you up to speed on what you missed. Okay, fine. Something, I don't know. You can have Ben's TV night little segment at the beginning of the show. <laughs> TV night, Ben? What have you been watching? Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be the most, turn into the most rambling and incoherent podcast with no, just random, <laughs> like, we're going to talk about a TV show for a while and then a book that we hate and then immigrants. Yeah. And, then and I think you should have a pre-recorded clip for health of, problems. Like from your mom. Yeah. Just be like, she's just got like a tip for the week. <laughs> just like always remember to f- clean the toilet or something I don't know what it would be <laughs> lotioning your hands in the winter is the smartest thing you can do <laughs> it's just a hodgepodge of crap it doesn't yeah. make any sense anymore our episodes become two hours long yeah yeah well so we're not going to review the show I think it's a smart move we okay. actually read the books because we knew the show was coming that's where this whole idea started from <laughs> well but look where it's taken us menage romance <laughs> Don Cherry I know after Which Twilight. We lucked into that being very timely. Yeah, I know. Lucky us. Well, Sean Penn Morrissey. You know, we got listens if you go back and look. There's like actually a good amount of listens on the Sean Penn and Morrissey ones. I was like, oh, weird. Speaking of which, I got. Um, mm. I have the new Sean Penn book. Oh, you got it's it? It's ready to go whenever we want to. Should we do it after Twilight? That's fine, yeah. Okay. Or do you want to do Twilight, Sean Penn, finish Twilight? <laughs> no, I think we should do two Sounds episodes like... of Twilight, then Sean Penn. And then, all right, fine. And then Twilight number two. Are there four Twilights? There's a ton of... We're not going to read all the Twilights. I mean, if you want to, you could try well, to talk to me. Well, you can't have me one. just start. You're going to read one book. You're going to hate it so much, you are not going to want to read the second. Oh, we're going to read the second. Mm. This is your idea. And not to read all of them. I even said last time we just read the one Twilight book. No, I'm a, I'm a completionist. Mm, can't you read it on your free time and hate yourself? I thought we talked about this. Own? We were going to do a whole thing, but we were just going to break it up with a book in the in, in between Twilight books, oh like we God. did with. Let, look, let's finish the first it makes Twilight. It e- book. Then we it makes it easy. We don't have to like think about what we're going to read next. We just we know. We've got four of our next eight books picked out already. Oh, my God. Look, let's finish the first book, and let's see if you're still whistling that tune. Because I got a feeling you're going to be like, this is crap. I don't want to read the next one. <laughs> yeah, on the other hand, I'm stubborn. We'll see. Let's just <laughs> let's just finish the book. Two episodes from now, we'll see what you say. And if you still want to go for book number two, I will follow you down that trail. And it's I'll either that or we do the, uh, do the Dust Trilogy follow-up to his dark materials how about that i've heard those are lackluster lyra as an adult how about that <laughs> you know what i read about uh well i probably should be saving this for the show but uh stephanie meyer she wrote uh like an anniversary follow-up to twilight where she's like oh it's completely changing the dynamic it's like it's these two characters that are like part is, of the first book and it's a paradigm <clears throat> shift in the twilight universe yeah but all it oh, is wow. is basically they just took the she took the exact same story and just made it about a woman vampire and a male human well back back up I, what boom holy yeah, shit exactly Ooh, i don't want to see you uh she just s- smashed the patriarchy you're gonna start she? drinking again you can't handle this excitement <laughs> you're gonna calm down somehow <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, oh. she completely destroyed everyone's conceptions of Twilight. 
<laughs> All right. Like just rewriting the same story, but switching the sexes around. So I love a real disruptor that Stephanie Meyer, isn't she? Well, it sounds like uh, Pullman's kind of doing the same thing. Like, you guys ready for this? Lyra, grown up. Yeah. <laughs> YA, but for adults. It's just A. <laughs> you know what we young kids want to read about? Middle-aged people and their problems. <laughs> How's Lyra going to pay the bills this month? I don't know. Does she have good work-life balance? Probably not. <laughs> well, all right. I guess that kind of wraps up the show. Yeah, well, 39 I mean, minutes isn't bad. I mean, I mean, what's it going to be when you're done editing it, though? Yeah, probably 10 minutes. Yeah, there's, there's some fat to trim there. <laughs> Oh, our poor little episode. I thought I, it, I thought he fine. would be just as ridiculous all the way through, but um, <laughs> look what I wrote for his final chapter: twenty eighteen playoffs and beyond. Crap. Yeah. He uh, he. I was like, I, okay, here's where he's gonna like throw more stats of who he thinks is gonna win, but he yeah. didn't. He just started talking about himself and shit from the past again, and then complained about his layover in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, that's where I started glossing over. So I yeah. missed that whole story. So I was like, screw this, and I shut them. <laughs> Because he started talking about stuff from the 70s. I'm like, this yeah. isn't 2018 and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> the poor guy. All right, so we're going to go get something to eat. Yeah. We're going to go out on a date, like you said last time. <laughs> yeah. Save it for dinner. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. we're going to save it. Apparently, you got stuff to talk about. Yeah. Do you know where we're going? Did you pick out a place? Oh, this is, this is like a date. I have to pick out the place. Well, I, <laughs> it's your neighborhood. <laughs> I don't know what's around here. Are we going to go to the same place that we always fucking go to? No. Let's go to that one that we don't like. The one we went to a long time ago, we tried to do the F-Boys. Schmunnies? Schmunnies. It'll be packed and annoying and loud and obnoxious. Love it. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Schmunnies. It's been a while. All right. We can walk down there if you can handle the freezing cold. Yeah, I, I brought clothes. I can bundle up. <laughs> when are you going to put them on? I just want the people to have a mental image of you buck naked doing your yeah, podcast. Yeah, let's give the people the image of me showing up at your house tonight and you... Couldn't open the door because your hands were too lubed up for some reason. <laughs> it's cold out, uh-huh. and my hands get insanely dry and chapped, yeah. so I have to lotion them up. So I was yeah. lotioning it up for the show. Just let them bleed. That's what I do. Yeah, that's that's how you know it's winter when your hands randomly start bleeding. I know. And the tip of my thumb started like breaking off and bleeding. The tip of my thumb, Ben. I'm not yeah. doing anything with the tip of my thumb. Part of my problem is I drink an ungodly amount of water every day, so mm-hmm. I urinate quite a bit. And, and I don't want to spread disease and germs, so I wash my hands every time I go to the bathroom. Sure. Which really dries out Dries out hands. those pores. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you get stones with all that water you drink? No. <laughs> I did back Wait, in 2013. I thought, like, prevent, I thought drinking enough water prevents that. I was drinking a lot of coffee and in 2013. No, no, water. No, I know. I was drinking a lot of coffee in 2013, and I got a stone. So I went to the doctor and said, what's wrong with my side? It hurts all like crazy. And she's like, yeah, you got a stone. And so then she's like, yeah, drink a lot of orange juice and cranberry juice and try to get that thing to go down to nothing. And then you'll pee it out. And I was like, oh, God. And then I started drinking a lot of water to compensate. Like, I don't want another stone. Got another stone. Went to the doctor and said, now I've been drinking nothing but water. And now I got another stone. She's like, yeah, if you just drink too much fluids in general, you get a stone. Oh, really? And I'm like, well, what constitutes too much fluids? Yeah, she's like, I don't know what to tell you. Basically, she's just like, I, you know, but she went up. to med school for that. Like, eh, you're on your <laughs> yes. own, buddy. Yeah. Fend for yourself. Yeah. I, I'm yeah, not doing so out. good over here either. Yeah. How about less than what you're doing now? Let's start with that. <laughs> Take what you're doing. Shave off 20%. <laughs> here I thought I was never, ever going to get stones. You're going to get stones. You're drinking Dude. too much fluids. I don't think I am. Though. According to you, you are. But I'm, I'm relieving myself regularly. 
That's Does shows that, that you're drinking too much fluids. Yeah, but it's not like I'm holding it in. Does that that's make a difference? That's not what causes a stone. I don't know. <laughs> I'm grasping at straws here. I really don't want a stone. That sounds unpleasant. I'm giving me this. Please. Oh, it's horrible. It's yeah. the it's a nightmare. And I had my friend Ronnie telling me because he's like all about stones in general, like uh, whatever geol not geologist. Yeah. Geology? Uh-huh. Uh, with the study of the science of stones. Yeah, geology. Okay, fine. So he said, uh, oh, yeah, those have burrs on them. He started going all, it's like basically like, it's like a puffer fish, basically, just like a ton of little burrs. And it's just, he goes, yeah, and that'll just scrape out your urethra as it's going down and, and it gets stuck and everything. And I'm like, shut up. And he's like, he's like, and he put his hand on my shoulder. And he's like, you, uh. you've been drinking that orange juice and cranberry juice, buddy? <laughs> like, well, yeah, but, and eventually when it came out, it was painful, but it wasn't as bad as it probably would have been if I didn't spend a week drinking all those acidic fluids. So okay. Ben, don't drink too much fluids. What if I just switch from water to juice, cranberry and orange juice? <laughs> I think... I don't think that there's a solution to, like, I need to drink X amount of liters per day What of what substance is going to prevent the stones. So you just got to uh, take down the, uh, the amount of water you're drinking. That's what I do. I like consuming liquid. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you, when you go out on a date, they're like, so what do you like to do in your free time? Ah, oh, I drink liquids. <laughs> I'm a big fan of it. I love it. I love the feeling when it goes down your throat. I love peeing later. <laughs> it has come up on days before. <laughs> <laughs> well on that note yeah. we're gonna end the episode uh thanks for listening